You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. We're ahead of next year. Yesh Bukhov and Shtay Mitzvah in Parshas Nosa, and one of them is Levora Kawanim Yisrael Bechol Yom. The Ramam has an interesting way of explaining this halacha of Birchus Kawanim. He says, Kol Kawan She'enu Ayu Leduchin, Ava Pishabito Mitzvah Sasei Achas. But who You need a little bit of a lamdan, bigger than me, to explain. It's one mitzvah, but it's like three. <laughs> it's like you're even though it's one mitzvah say that you're mevatil, it's as if the if the kohen doesn't do it. It's like he's over on three. Which is like God repeating, do it. This is the way you should give the brocha. Say it this way. Put my name upon them, and the bracha will come. So mavur diyesh mitzvah sasei shall go on mavarech as Yisrael b'chol yom u'misha eno mivarech bevatli. Now diyesh v'tmoil of our minag Yisrael shabartas hagayla shaloyla says kapayim b'chol yom v'chein minag chalak chelik mekivas begalil. You might not have known that, Michael, but there are places in Eretz Yisrael that uh, also they don't do chen every day in the Galil, in the northern part of the, of the country. Uh, they only do it on Shabbat. And many people have been have been searching for ways to get brachot. You know, Rav Chaim Kanievsky, we've been learning about him the last couple of days. He would tell people who wanted to go to the Kvorim, to the graves of Tzadikim, he said, look, there, there might be something to that, but you can get a bracha from the Kayanim every single day which has even a greater guarantee. So therefore, um, you know, the question is definitely a very strong one. Um, where did the minute arise? So this is a little bit of research, and I got this from um, the, uh, the, it comes out weekly called Drisha the Chakira. Uh, I like it. I, I like the, it's, a, I'll, I'm, I'm, I'll show you why I like it a little bit later. But let's see what the editors came up with. The minute comes from the Ashkenaz uh, Rishonim uh, from 700 years ago, and they say it only was on Yontif. Two reasons were given. One, Shekosha with In other words, there were, the idea was that you should be completely Tahar when you go to the Mikv, when you do a Birchas Kohanim. A Kohen who's a Balkari. Uh, it would be difficult uh, to always get to the mikveh in those Ashkenaz countries. And therefore, even though it doesn't say in halacha that you have to be tohar to do birchas kohanim, that you have to be tohar uh, from, 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 tfilas, from uh, Tumas Keri, that's where it came from. They didn't want to do that, and therefore... They figured, you know, there was like a consensus. Yeah, there was a consensus uh, not to do uh, not to do Kapayim. Now, the other time, which is going to bring from the Ramah, because Birchas Kawanim needs Simcha. Birchas Kawanim needs Simcha, and we have too much going on to be Besimcha. On Yontif, we can catch Simcha. The Ramah writes it beautiful. That's what we hope happens on Yontif. You can finally feel a simcha 
B'toiv Leiv, and the Kohen, who is B'toiv Leiv, who Yivarech, he could give a bracha because he feels that. Masha'en came b'shar yomim. Afil b'shabosay sashono. Shetrudim p'hirhurim al mechiosam. Even on Shabbos. On Shabbos, what are they doing? Baruch Hashem at Shabbos. But you're still thinking about that deal that you got to make. You're still thinking about that building you have to finish, those bricks you have to buy, whatever it is. And you're thinking about, oh, I'm not working today. I'm going to lose money. That was the average, that was a balabas in the time of the Ramah. Why? Why not Shachris? In other words, they need to have the food ready. They need to, like, Musaf, they could already smell the, the, the flanken or the cheesecake that's waiting for them at home. And that's why, at that moment, they could summon up the Kohen that's talking about, not just the Balabatim. The Kohen can summon up the Simcha. But, of course, you read the Ramah, how can these be enough? To be to, to explain. By the way, and, and by the way, in Broyards, uh, we 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 did do uh, uh, during uh, chakras as well. We did do Nisias Kapayim on Yantav. On Yantav chakras too. In other words, not like the Ramah, but which uh, it makes it a little bit better, doesn't it, <laughs> Michael? It makes it a little bit better. So it's interesting that when the Ashkenazim came to Eretz Yisrael, they discovered incredible things. One of the Talmidim of the Vilna Gaon was Rabbi Yisrael Sklover from the city of Sklov, and he wrote. A, a, a monumental work, a fundamental work. I don't know if it's monumental, but it's fundamental. It's Hilchos Eretz Yisrael, like in a normal, like like what a Shulchan Aruch would be today. He calls it the uh, the Pasa Shulchan. And he writes there that Minag Yafa Bechol Eretz Yisrael that the Kohanim do do Nesias Kapayim. Yay! I love seeing the Kohanim, the Sfardim that are here. They do Nesias Kapayim. Even even the Ashkenazim, I guess, that were still allowed to live there. Uh, who were sort of part of the Sephardic community, he says, it's Minetovu Makubo. He says, now that we've come here, we've made our kolel, and of course, originally it was in Svas, and then after the earthquake, they had to move to Yerushalayim, and it was it took a while, and that was the beginning of what we call the Purushim in, in Yerushalayim. Those were the students of the Vilna Gon, originally started in Svas, and eventually made it there. And now we're in Yerushalayim, Yerakodesh, we have accepted this new, the minag, not like what we did in Europe, the Kaihanim, our Noisim, Kabayim, B'choyim, Meshavah, Siyot of Kedos. And the fact was the Vilna Gon wanted to do that as well. Pecheinu das Rabbeinu Agodo. That is what uh, Rabbeinu Agodo, meaning uh, the Goin, wanted to do as well. And the Nitziv, in one of his Chuvis, writes that the Gro wanted to change the minig in Vilna and maybe throughout Europe. I'm not sure how he was going to do it. He wasn't exactly Mr. Uh, charismatic personality going out. We know he spent most of his time in his room learning. But I guess whatever sort of bat he could influence, he wanted to try to get this to change. And he realized that, no, he, he was not the Rav Vilna. He wasn't going to change things. Whether they whether they did Birchus Kohanim in the Gain's own little minion, I have to look it up. I don't believe so, though. But I'm not sure. I'm not going to say in fact, in the Gro, the, in the Shulchan Aruch, in the notes in the Shulchan Aruch that were the Gro wrote on the side of his Shulchan Aruch that are printed as Bir Hagro, he mentions um, the source of this idea that you need to be Besimcha, but he doesn't say that the Ramah is wrong. Now, the Alter Rebbe uh, the, the, says 
that everything that's been said is only a justification of a minig that was wrong, probably. He says, none of them are worthwhile to mavatal the mitzvahs of Sheish Hotera. Now, Vromi, I know you're here, and sometimes, remember the good old days when we used to schlep you in to be makayim that mitzvah, at least on Shabbos, by the Sephardish Shabinian. So, yes, the Alter Rebbe agreed, the, the, the ju- rationalizations are not significant. Mikol Mokom, the Alter Rebbe had another Hatzdokah. You're only over the assay if you get called to do the mitzvah. If the gabai doesn't say, hey, koyanim, you're not over. So that's a chap. We didn't see that yet. In other words, the other tamim were, they're not shayach to do the mitzvah. The Alter Rebbe says, technically the mitzvah only gets turned on when the kohanim are called to do it. But the Alter Rebbe writes, and this is in the Shulchan Aruch Harav, just like the Vilna Gon student wrote, Yashar Kolchum Shabeneir Tisrol Svivoyseyem, Shenoisen Kapeim Bechol Yom Ketikan Chachomim, and they are Makayim, whatever these three mitzvahs I say, one I say, which is like three I says, and Ve'en Chosheshin Litibul. They're not worried about a guy going to the mikvah or not. Um, it's always possible that they actually did go to the mikvah. <laughs> it is right, but you see, the Alter Rebbe says that's not what they did. They uh, anyway. Uh, the Mishnah Bura also has to take note. We know the Mishnah Bura built his safer on the Alter Rebbe Shulchanaruch. Uh, he built it on a number of sources, but m- many phrases, especially in the introductions to the Mishnah Bura, are almost word for word from the Alter Rebbe Shulchanaruch, um, and. Therefore, he also says the same thing. He says, I think that would mean where uh, in many of the Sephardic countries where, uh, you know, the Malchus Mitzrayim, because they're one of the Pashas or one of the Imam, not the Imam, the Caliphs was out of Mitzrayim. So anything was under their control, the Jews living in those places, like all, like the Sephardim, they would do a Birchus Kohanim every day. And the poskim, like the Alter Rebbe, felt that that was a very good thing. And you see that the Mishnah Bura is for it. Um, the Aruch HaShulchan has a little more of a uh, uh, an acceptance of what's going on. He says, Manasa, we can't change things. Kiwu Baskol Yotza. It's almost like the Baskol came out telling us not to do it, unless it's Yontif. Now, I know that the as we know, uh, the Gro wanted to change it. And what ha- Avrami, you're going to be happy with this. This is similar to the Chsam Seifer's coffee story. He says, the Vilna Gon and Reb Chaim each one wanted, I guess one in Veloshner, one in Vilna, wanted to say, from this day on, we're going to start doing Birchus Kohanim every day. And they said, starting this day, starting June 4th, <laughs> I don't know why I picked June 4th, but starting June 4th, we're going to do Birchus Kohanim every day, we're going to restore the Minag Yisrael. Something happened, something went wrong, they didn't show up in Shul, probably somehow things got confused, like, oh, and it didn't work. Avrami, get ready to ask your question. Avrami's not here? I don't see him. Abraham's phone. He's here. Oh, that's Avrami? Oh, okay. 
Ve'omru sharom ki min ha-shamayim nigzirakein. It's min ha-shamayim, remember? Min ha-shamayim nigzirakein, remember? So I actually spoke this over, Avrami, I spoke your heart over with a very big Talmud Chacham today. And he tainted that, you know, he said the Chassam Sofer story might just have been for he himself. In other words, the Chechenover and, and Rabbi Yoshev seemed to be correct, that sleeping would be enough, but it wasn't right for the Chassam Sofer in his personal life, a sort of a chumrah, he shouldn't be makabel. In other words, he shouldn't be makel for himself. Uh, so it's not, it's different than Loi Hamayim to saying, this is the halacha lamais, it's got to be this way, right? Over here, though, again, this was not a chiddish. We know what the halach is. The halach is yuduchin every day. <laughs> and, and, and yet the days, the, the, the special day that these gedolim wanted to, to start, something happened. The people didn't show up. People forgot. Somehow there was something. And what did they say? This is in the Aruch HaShulcha. This is not in some Hasidish Sefer. It must be they saw, they read the leaves from God, that God doesn't want us to change things in Chutz Lawrence. <laughs> so, now, so the Aruch HaShulchan says, yeah, there was some sort of, the G'dayle Ador saw, God doesn't want us to change. We know you need Simcha, because Aaron, of course, on that day, before his sons died, of course, he was B'Simcha. And that's where it says, Therefore, you could say, once again, that what the Ramos says is correct. But, um, yeah. Now, G'doyle uh, Yisrael, who did Duchen every day, one of them was the Chassam Seifer's Rebbe, we just mentioned, Rav Nosan Adler. There's a nice shout-out for you, uh, Michael. One of the great German giants, really. Yes, uh, Rav Nosan Adler from, uh, uh, from Frankfurt. And uh, his minig was, and I guess, and he, I know he had his own clothes, of course, Rav Nosan Adler also uh, uh, hired a, 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 a Teimani. Maybe it was one of Efrat's uh, um, ancestors. I don't know. Uh, she teaches Ivrit in Buria, but I don't know. But it was one of the uh, Teimanis, a person who happened to be there, to teach him the Teimani Havara. And Rav Nosan Adler wanted to very much be as Makori as possible. And I, and I know that he had his own sort of cloys. The Chassam Seifer was very close to him. And he did do Birchas Kohanim every day. Here, by the way, is a picture of Eretz Yisrael today. Look at this. Um, this is during Corona period at the Kotel. Check this out. I'm on the screen. You can see it. <laughs> Check this out. Look how far everybody's apart here. I don't know if that's six feet or seven feet or five feet. I don't know. This is a normal Birchas Kohanim. Look at this. This is a, a an aerial shot of Birchas Kohanim at the Kotel. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, anyway. It, 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 for Yanta, these would get packed. Sure. What? What are you saying, Michael? For Yanta, the Kotel would be packed. Are you kidding? <laughs> right. You can imagine, especially on Shavuos. We talked about, you missed it last night, we talked about the Revel Yashiv's minute to go uh, to the Kotel on, on, on Shavuos, especially only during the day. Okay. So, what do we come out to? Um, now, um, now, let's. We talked about the Vilna Gon 
If you want to take a look, this is what the Vilna Gon writes. Uh, the Vilna Gon quotes the Zohar. Uh, here's the Zohar from Parshas Nosa. Amr Rabbi Yitzchak Mishum de Leshchin Tesharia Biman de Leansiv. The Shechin is not there for someone who's not married. The Kahani Boyin Yatir Mikol Shar Ama. A Kohen needs more than anyone else. La Ashraya Bahu Shechinta. He needs the Shechinta more than anyone else. Vikivin the Shoret Bahu Shechinta. Once he's married and the Shechinta permeates through him, Shari Bahu Chesed. So he can now be an instrument of chesed. Va'akron chasidim. And that's what the Kohanim are called, chasidim. Uboyin levarcha'amba. Now, because of the shechina that's with them, now they are able to give a bracha to their people. And that's what the Zohar says. It says, v'chasidecha. We say that as part of Tehillah Ladovit, right? Yivarchucha. Who are the chasidecha? The Kohanim. <laughs> the Kohanim become the chasidei Hashem when they're married and they have simcha, and then they could be the conduit for bracha. And it's it's so sabracha. Tumecha v'orecha v'orecha le'ish chasidecha. So you see, the Kohen is the ish who's the chasid. And because the Kohen is the chasid, you have to give a bracha. And that's why the Zohar says it's kosevarchu. So that's a, a, that is an asmachta to the idea that you have to be besimcha. Why we can't be besimcha in chutzlarets, I don't know. But that's, a, a, like if a Kohen is depressed or something, I guess you can bring a raya from here that he shouldn't go up in duchen. If a Kohen is suffering from some other type of thing where he clearly is not besimcha, and this is one of the makairas they bring if a Kohen's not married yet, whether you should use him or not, okay. Um, which means you have to be like Aaron. Okay, now. So he wants to say that um, the Chachme Adoros decided, obviously this wasn't done in a cavalier fashion. The Ramad didn't decide it. Some community leaders, the RCBCs of their time, the Elizabeth Vadim of their time, the, the Vad Arbarotsis, which was a real Vad over there, they must have seen something and decided that that they didn't have Simchan Kedusha. Um, so therefore, they felt it was better not to give the bracha. That must have been what was going on. Okay. The Chassam Seifer, however, writes that I, Chamsever wants to say a, a, a simpler reason. Because what does it say in the Pasuk? It says, So you see that the Birchas Kohanim, the best place it should be is by Avoda. Tfil is Avoda. Now, let's say the Avoda, which is the davening we're supposed to do, it's not proper. You're thinking about who knows what. You're thinking about the Mets, the Jets, Benny and the Jets. Who knows what you're thinking about? <laughs> that davening with the words and in the brain, it's somewhere else. That's like a pigle of a carbon. Therefore, since we assume that people aren't davening properly with Kavana, Birchas Kohanim is supposed to be the bracha in the middle lacing the avoda. So therefore, the Birchas Kohanim lo tochol is barachimaz. 
you're not going to get it. it. It's supposed to be a tandem with the Avodah Hashem that we're doing. And therefore, it isn't just, it's not just we're not besimcha. The Chsam Sefer makes it a little bit more, I think, real. Again, you know, we're going to we're going to talk about the good old days, but we all know there even in, in in Elizabeth in many towns that first minion is a quick minion. People are and the reason because I respect their quickness. I don't agree with it. But because people are busy, people have to get a job, they have to get to their job, they have to get the bus, the train. There's even when they're adopting, there's a sense of tirdom. It's like a carbon without the right kavana. The koyan's not, it's like you're not functioning. So therefore, the day that they picked was yomtiv, that the oilum was ponui from work, and can have more kavana. And that's another reason why that we give a bracha to our children on Yontif and Shabbos. The reason is, is because we feel, I guess, a sense of, <laughs> I guess we, we are, our avoda is better. Um, another another uh, attempt to explain it was done by the tzaddik who died, Nebuch, in Auschwitz, I believe, or was killed in one of the ghettos. Um, uh, the Kosheklover, uh, the Eretz Atzvi, he was known as the Rebbe of Kosheklov, student of the Avnei Nezer. He was killed by the Nazis, Imach Shemam. He writes that the Gemara says that really um, we could potter everybody from davening. <laughs> but not because we're drunk from wine. So, but in the sense, everybody's sort of like brain frozen. That's, it's not because you drank wine so much. It's what wine does to you in terms of your concentration and your sense of where you are. And therefore, he that's says... What I was going to say when we're repeating the Chazam Sofer's point, because uh, if you're going to talk about davening being pigled, then you shouldn't be davening. Right. Well, okay, yeah, you're right. But then what happens, Michael, then no one davens either, right? <laughs> Which I guess... You know, some cyber says, look, davening, we'll say it's a bidyevit of davening, but we're not going to, we're not going to pair it with, with birchos kaihanim, which is supposed to be specifically about a korban, about an avoida, like Aaron's chattis on the day of, uh, of, of Yom Hashmini. So the kosher clover wanted to say that it's like we're drunk because a shikr is also Lisa Kapov, but it's not, a, it's not, the, the the amount of alcohol in the system is only a gilui to the brain freeze that you get. It's not a din, dafka, and yayin. But yayin is what uh, creates a sense of, of not concentrating and understanding what's going on. So that's what the culture club has said is the reason why we don't send the kawan the duchim because he he's blaming... The difference between the kosher clover and the chsam seifer, the chsam seifer is saying the tzibur that did most of the davening did a carbon puzzle. And the kosher clover is saying even the kaihanim are, are basically shikr. And since they're shikr, a, a shikr is also to, to do avoid and also to, to do birchus kohanim. And it all comes from the golas nebuch, as you can see. All right, one of the Goyen's uh, descendants, who's still Baruch Hashem, he should be gesund. We should hear a different tire from him 
consistently, that is, of course, Rav Moshe Sternbach, uh, one of the most prolific writers when he was younger. He's still the truest Van Hoge's uh, safer is uh, four or five volumes. There's thousands of small little truvas there. Maybe uh, as we continue on our fine-tuned halacha odyssey, maybe we'll take more truvas and psokim from Rav Sternbach. But he writes that, um, he says he believes the problem is, <laughs> in other words, the point is, they were Misak and Birchus Kohanim, Dafkin Tfila, but Dafka as, as part, and this answers your question, Michael, I think a little bit, Dafka in the Tfila Satsibor, because somehow that's a higher level of like a carbon seabor, when they're all, when we're all diving together as part of the seabor. And therefore, we know that in order for that to work, you need to have people who are listening to the words of the Chazan. We usually don't have 10 people or nine people listening. And therefore, we believe that on Yom Tif, the people are, are more, he's dining with more people are a little bit uh, settled and they're listening to what the Shriyatsibur is saying. And he says, therefore, even the people in Eretz Yisrael, don't think you're going to get away with it. You should be listening to your to your Kohanim every day. <laughs> In other words, the whole idea of the CS Kapayim is a carbon seabor. What makes it a carbon seabor is the kavan of everybody listening. And that that way the chazan melds with everyone. If that's not happening, there's a problem with the Kohanim going up. So even though so they do it every day, make sure you listen uh, in Eretz Yisrael even more. One of the great, uh, wonderful poiskim of the 19th century was Rabbi Ephraim Zalman Margolis. And as you know, he was one of the most prolific writers. He was a person who never had to uh, rely on um, money from the, from the Tzibur to support him. Uh, he had his own, uh, uh, he, he began a, a series, I heard Rabbi Gifter once say, uh, at our warehouse store, at our warehouse store. And I think he had a, a number of them uh, in Galicia and in the city of Broad where he lived. But he was one of the G'dayle Ador. He Paskin Shilas on everything. He wasn't officially the Rav of the city. He lived there, but he would answer Shilas sitting in Broad, being technically a businessman, but on another level, being one of the Paiske Ador. That was Rabbi Ephraim Zalman Margolis. His younger brother, who he helped financially wrote the Shari Tshuva, and then he helped him out and finished it. That's the Shari Tshuva that's on the Mishnah, that's printed in every Mishnah Bura. The Beis Afrayim says a different reason. He says in Germany, after the uh, uh, Crusades, Bishnas Tat Nav, Tat Ranav, and that would be 1096, I believe, Nitmu Harbebi Menois they didn't just kill Jews, but they also raped Jewish women. And they raped women who went back to their husbands. And therefore, there was a shash that harbe kohanim are halolim. And that's the reason why they were mavatel after the Crusades and what they had found out about the scandalous behavior of what had occurred and the impossibility of checking everything, they decided to cancel the Birchas Kohanim. Now, if that's true, why only on Yontif? 
because he says, because there's a shtickle reyes in everyone's, there's a reyes in everyone's chazaka to be a kayan. However, because there was a reyesa, and, and, and they didn't want to take a chance, because if they were not, if they were halalim, they would be over and assay if they did it. But on the other hand, if they would never do it, they would just get the aliyah rishona once in a while, that might not be enough. So therefore, to be machzik themselves as kohanim, they would they picked Yuntif as the time to do Nasias Kapayim. Why? Because it's only a Reyesa. Meikar Adin, there's not enough information to say they're they're halalim. Since there was a lack of uh, of investigation and a lack of idea, they there's a Cheskas Kashras on the Kohanim. However, there's still a Suffolk. Something might have happened. They might be Halalim. So they're not going to tell them, oh, you don't have to worry, you can go be matamit to a mace. But they came up with this pshara this way, they could still have a shame, cheskus koyim. Now, that's the reason the yontav is different. However, ach ein bekocham l'chalek b'ikar adid. L'chein b'nei Eretz Yisrael Mitzrayim they never had the Crusades. Shlai Avra was Kos Hatarela. And that's the Moshe, Iran, and any of the North African Sephardic communities. They didn't have that type of terrible persecution that, that, that the pillaging and raping came with it. Therefore, there was never an idea to change anything in those other... Despite the persecutions, I know there were terrible... The Almohad persecutions, the Meyachadim, there was a lot of persecutions. But not enough that the rabbi, the rabbonim, and the poskim in those areas wanted to uh, do something like as radical as that. But it turns out that according to the Beis Ephraim, uh there's a reyesa in the Kohanim from Ashkenaz. Uh, in other words, if anybody, according to the Beis Ephraim, all those people who came from the Vilna Gones uh, Talmidim, they were all part of. You know that that community, that original German community that that migrated to Poland and then Teretz Yisrael, so there would still be that reyesa, according to uh, Rabbi Ephraim Salman Margolis. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's just finish off here. We'll, we'll end with the Nitziv. The Nitziv writes. Um, the story that we were talking about that okay, I understand Moshe, don't worry, we're almost finished the Nitziv writes now the Nitziv was married to the daughter of Rabbi Yitzchok of Elohim. he was called Rabbi Yitzchok. he was married not to the older daughter the next oldest daughter and uh, really, his his brother-in-law should have been Rosh Hashiva, and for one time was uh, Rabbi Lazar Yitzchak Fried. I think he passed away, and then the Nitziv became Rosh Hashiva. Uh, but he obviously knew his father-in-law, Rabbi, Rabbi Yitzchak, who was not only the Rosh Hashiva, but also served, because Voloshin was basically a college town, 
and the Rosh Hashiva on, 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 on certain Yomim Toivim would go to the city and on Shabbos Hagodol and act as sort of like the rabbi of the city. Anyway, he says, the Nitziv says, I heard from my father-in-law that the Goyen wanted to do it in his base medrash. So not in Vilna, just in the base medrash. And what happened was, what was the story? I didn't, I didn't get this far, Avrami, in my preparation. They took him to prison. <laughs> Somehow, the Goyen was arrested on that day, on that June 4th day, whenever it was. And there was some big machlekes in Vilna, and the Goyen was arrested on that day. And Rav Chaim Veloshner also, um, that they were going to start it. And what happened was, the, net, the day that it was supposed to happen, Nisrav Chatzi Ha'ir. Wow. A fire broke out and burnt half of the city and the shul. So Rav Chaim Veloshner felt, and this again goes to your question, Avrami. There must be something in this mystery of, of how the bracha is supposed to come down to us through the Kohanim and Chutzlaretz. And somehow, even though we should, we should do it, Halacha seems to say we should. When, when the shoal burns, when half of the city burns and the whole shul burns and the tzaddik ador, the Vilna Gon takes, gets taken to prison on that day, that already is unique enough to say there's something happening here. adma, And we end, of course, with this. <laughs> and as we... Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.